You're listening to KHOL. I'm Emily Cohen with a roundup of this week's headlines. Tune in weekdays at the top of the hour to stay up to date on the latest local and regional news. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service will be reviewing whether or not the Yellowstone bison is deserving of protections under the Endangered Species Act. The agency is concerned that the species is threatened by disease spread, habitat loss, and migration routes being cut off. Some environmental groups sued the federal government in 2020, asking them to overturn a Trump-era ruling saying a distinct bison population in Wyoming and Montana doesn't need protection. And last week's announcement is the result of a 90-day review from the U.S. Interior Department that said more research is necessary. The Wyoming Department of Education announced Tuesday that it plans to host a series of roundtable discussions this summer with district superintendents from across the state to talk about school safety. The move comes after the recent shooting at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas, that killed 19 students and two teachers. Communications Director for the department, Linda Finnerty, says the meetings will be a chance for the state to hear how they can better support local districts and for superintendents to learn from each other. Each part of the state has different challenges. You know, we have older buildings, we have newer buildings, um, we have large and we have small. And so bringing them together and, and sort of that shoulder to shoulder, we're all taking it on and we each have different challenges can, can in and of itself be a helpful process. In a statement provided to KHOL this week, Executive Director of Communications and District Services for the Teton County School District, Charlotte Reynolds, said the district isn't necessarily changing its security policies after Uvalde, but that it regularly reviews protocols to ensure all students, employees, and visitors are safe while at school. The U.S. Department of Agriculture will be partnering with the state of Wyoming to conserve big game populations, the agency announced last month. Enhanced and newly created incentive programs for private working landowners aim to promote voluntary preservation efforts for major American species. Agency Undersecretary Robert Bonney said during the Yellowstone National Park 150th Anniversary Symposium in Cody that collaboration among local stakeholders in wilderness areas should help the Biden administration reach its ambitious conservation goals. In order to conserve functional ecosystems across boundaries, we have to work with not against states, tribes, private landowners, with, not against, agriculture, forestry. A model which casts the federal government as a dictator and solely as a, as a regulator won't work. The USDA says it will specifically target ranchers, farmers, and forest landowners with these funding opportunities. Wyoming's junior senator, Cynthia Lummis, introduced a bipartisan bill Tuesday that would regulate cryptocurrencies and other digital assets. Speaking in a Twitter forum, the Republican said the Responsible Financial Innovation Act would continue to allow for evolution in the growing digital asset world while creating some, quote, rules of the road. It's been called, as you know, the wild, wild west. Uh, It's an untamed territory where no one knows what the regulatory environment's going to look like. We want to provide some structure to the regulatory framework. The bill is co-sponsored by Democratic Senator Kirsten Gillibrand of New York, but it's unclear whether or not it will clear Congress before the midterm elections. Lummis herself is invested in Bitcoin and is a vocal advocate for crypto development. The Teton County Democratic Party is putting housing in the spotlight as election season begins to heat up. 
Multiple officials attended a block party Sunday evening, highlighting current resources for trying to find affordable lodging in Jackson Hole. State Representative Mike Yin, who is seeking re-election, also spoke about what he's planning on doing in Cheyenne in the near future to try and get more funding for local workforce housing programs. I'll also be bringing back the real estate transfer tax bill that was brought last year. Each speech was also translated into Spanish. So we can work on having a dedicated funding stream for housing in this valley. Multiple local candidates on both sides of the political spectrum have identified housing as their number one issue they're hoping to address should voters elect them this fall. This has been the Weekly News Roundup from the KHOL News Team, Will Walkie and Kyle Mackey. I'm Emily Cohen for listener-supported KHOL Jackson.